Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca. I am your host for this podcast. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. I am so excited that you are here, and I'm excited to be talking about today's um, topic, subject, thing, um, because today is going to be another segment in, or another episode in the Artist um, Money Mindset segment. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited to be talking about this specifically today, which is savings and sinking funds. Now, I have a feeling we all know what savings are, um, but some of us might not know what sinking funds are, so I will make sure to get into just sort of definitions for everything on that. But let's jump into, you know, just why savings and sinking funds are important. So we all know savings, right? Um, you've got a checking got a checking account for the things that you know where money comes out, and then you have a savings account where you sort of like put money away. Now, savings can be more than just a savings account. Um, savings can be considered, you know, savings for a rainy day fund, savings for an emergency fund, savings for sinking funds, as we'll sort of talk about here. And, um, yeah, I just sort of wanted to touch on why savings is important as an artist and sort of, you know, the different kinds of savings that you can have. So, I mean, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory as why savings are important, um, just to anyone, not just artists. Um, you know, savings are there in case, you know, you need to use them. And I think especially with the past year and like the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been really clearly stated or like clearly seen that the finances of a lot of people just were not, um, were not where they needed to be to sort of ride out this pandemic. And, you know, I've been sort of in personal finance for, and sort of in that world for a while now. And they used to say that a good, um, sort of emergency fund would be, you know, um, three to six months worth of expenses. And then I've heard six to 12 months, um, in the past few months, but you know, that's why savings are important. If something like totally out of the blue happens, then you have something to fall back on. Like, I can't tell you like the fear that uh, like I experienced when everything was shutting down. It was like, you know, everything theater related I had was gone. Um, anything teaching related I had was gone because the schools were closed. And it was just kind of like, well, what, what happens now? Now, I will say I was fortunate that um, in addition to acting and teaching, I was also working for an education company and that education company took everything online. So I was fortunate enough to have an income, especially during those first few months. But yeah, it was, it was a little concerning because I didn't know if I was also going to lose that income as well. Um, so yeah, that was sort of the number one thing, I guess, that I realized, you know, savings are really important. And it's not just, you know, saving to buy a house, saving to buy a car, saving to, you know, go on vacation. It was like, I need to have savings in case something happens again. Now, again, I was very fortunate that I was um, able to be making an income during, um, during like the, the beginning and like during the throes of the pandemic. And I'm very thankful for that. But it really showed me, you know, I need to be a lot more aware of how I'm spending my money. And I would say that I've always been very aware of how I spend my money. I keep a budget. I, um, you know, update the budget pretty regularly. I really enjoy budgeting, actually. It's one of my favorite things to do, sort of, like, um, like as far as, like, my, my personal, like, sphere, house is related. I love just sort of going through my budget. 
Um, but yeah, it sort of made me realize, you know, savings are really important. And, you know, it's important, especially now that as an actor, now that I'm out sort of not on my own, but like, you know what I mean? Like just I'm out here doing this thing that I make sure that I do have savings that I can sort of hold, like not fall back on, but have just in case I need them. So I wanted to just really like, you know, let you guys know that if you do not have a savings of any kind yet, then I highly recommend you start one. And again, I know it's a lot easier said than done, especially because a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. And as we sort of try and crawl out of this pandemic at the time of this recording, you know, if you can save $5 a week, or maybe you can save, you know, $20 every paycheck you get, you know, it's very small, but over time that adds up. Like I've seen a ton of money challenges where it's like, you know, $20 a week or something like that. And by the end of the, um, by the end of like the challenge, I think, which I think lasts a year, they have, you know, quite a bit of money stashed away. So I definitely think that if you don't have a savings of any kind to start one, and again, it doesn't have to be, you know, you're saving, you know, like $500 every month, it can literally be if you can just afford to put $100 away for a rainy day every month, then put $100 away for your rainy day fund. And by the end of the year, if you do that for 12 months straight, you're going to have $1,200 in your rainy day fund. Now, that is sort of one way to start approaching your savings. And in the beginning, I sort of mentioned a couple of things like an emergency fund. Um, I mentioned sinking funds and I just, and like a rainy day fund. So I just wanted to like dive a little bit more into those. So the first one I wanted to talk about, um, and these are all, think of all these sort of like as little, like once you have a savings account, so I want you to picture like, you know, like a savings account and it has X amount of money in it. I want you to think of these as sort of little branches underneath that saving, savings account where you can like allocate money. Um, for like each little, like each little branch off of like the main savings account. So for sinking funds or no, let's, let's start with, um, an emergency fund. So an emergency fund is exactly that you have this in case of an emergency. And I know a lot of people who unfortunately didn't have an emergency fund at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and, you know, their finances just went, you know, all over the place and not just artists either like people who were laid off from their jobs like their their finances were pretty were pretty not messed up but just very up in the air for a while and so an emergency fund is and I've heard this a couple ways I've heard of it as three to six months of your basic necessities and then I've also heard six to 12 months now six to 12 months is definitely, you know, a very solid emergency fund. I've also heard people say that, you know, you don't need 12 months saved up. Um, I would suggest do whatever is most comfortable for you. Um, I know that after this experience of a pandemic that I'm going to have the goal to have 12 months of like base, like basic, basic necessities. So like stripping away, like all the wants that you have, all the extras in your life. Like if you only had to pay your rent and like buy groceries, like not even eating out, just paying your rent and buying groceries, um, and transportation costs and like really basic things, like maybe you have to pay your phone bill or insurance, like how much would that be? So it's taking the, 
cost of, you know, your living um, situation. So maybe a mortgage or maybe your rent and then adding how much groceries a month would be, you know, roughly um, adding in how much transportation would be to get to and from, you know, wherever you're going to or from. And then also like the extras. So like a phone bill, um, internet, um, maybe you pay for insurance or something like that. So you take your basic necessities and you add them all up and that is your monthly minimum that you need to survive. And so to get your three months emergency fund, you multiply that number by three. So let's say that your monthly expenses are $1,000 a month, like your very basic, basic necessities. And again, these numbers aren't accurate for really like anything in specific, like specifically, it's just sort of what I'm pulling off the top of my head and also numbers that I can, um, multiply easily. (laughs) So if you have a thousand dollars in your monthly expenses and you want a three month emergency fund and remember basic expenses, no extras, then you need to take a thousand and multiply it by three. So that's $3,000 in your emergency fund for three months. Now, to get six months, you'll do 1,000 times six, and then so on and so forth. So if you wanted to do um, a 12-month emergency fund, you would have 1,000 times 12, which is 1,200. And, you know, once you have those numbers, like, it can be really daunting, um, especially if you have other bills, other responsibilities you need to take care of. Having a number in the thousands and the tens of the thousands as an emergency fund number can be so daunting, but the important thing to remember is to not let it be so daunting that it's like, you know, you freeze. The whole point of it is to, you know, this is the number and you're going to have to work towards it, but that's okay. If you work towards this number, even if it's a little every month, then one day, like, you will eventually get to that place where you want to be. And I think that is super important to remember that it's it's a marathon, right? Not a sprint. And especially we as artists, like, you know, we're often told, you know, your artistic career, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So we can look at finances the same way. Um, so that's sort of what an emergency fund is. Just, you know, your basic necessities for however many months. Um, I think six months is great. I think 12 months is like really solid, but I also recognize that a 12-month emergency fund, especially for artists who live on a fluctuating income, can be a little tricky. So overall, I just, you know, I suggest that you start with putting money away and just saving where you can because something is, is so better than nothing. Um, and let me tell you why. So this emergency fund, while it's sort of geared towards you know, your monthly expenses and to keep you, you know, um, in a good spot if something were to happen, like say a pandemic, um, for six or 12 months, it can also be used for other things. And something that I found really interesting is that, you know, people talk about debt all the time, like, you know, pay down your debt, pay down your debt, you need to pay down your debt. And then there's actually this channel on YouTube that I watch. Um, it's called One Big Happy Life. And, the people on there were explaining why it's more important. Well, yes, to pay off your debt, but it's also important to have a savings. Um, and I was like, that's so interesting. Why is that? And they explained that, you know, life happens. And if you're, if you're making all this money and you're paying it towards your debt, then that's fantastic. But then what if something happens and it's a big expense that you don't have the money for? And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's true. Um, and then I actually knew someone um, who did not really 
have a lot of money in their savings account, was really kind of struggling from like the month to month bills. And then they had a medical emergency and they ended up with like a $1,000 hospital bill. And while they were making more money than they had been before, they had been using that to pay down all their debt. And then they were slapped with a $1,000 hospital bill that they couldn't pay. So they were like back in the hole again. And that really made me understand that yes, you can have debt, but at the same time, it's important to have savings in case something like that happens. Because, you know, if my friend had had savings to help pay for that medical, um, that medical bill, then I don't think that they would still have it now. Um, so that was just something that was really eye-opening to me. And I was like, okay, savings, you know, is important. Paying down debt is important, but it's also equally important to have savings. Um, so that's um, sort of an emergency fund. Um, a sinking fund is a little bit more specific. So I would consider doing a sinking fund after you have a really solid emergency fund. Um, so let's say that, you know, you've created a six-month emergency fund and it's like fully funded, all the great stuff. Um, now you can sort of move into sinking funds. And sinking funds are for those expenses you know that are coming up and you know they're going to be expensive and you sort of put money aside throughout the year. Um, so when it, com like it comes time to pay for those expenses, you have the money and, you know, it's not sort of like moving things around in your budget. Um, an example of this could be um, car insurance. It could be, um, you know, holiday spending. It could be, um, you know, if you know that you have a big expense coming up for, I don't know, maybe you pay out of pocket for your dental and you know that you have to pay um, for a cleaning that's coming up. Um, so that's just sort of having money set aside. Oh, and travel. Travel is a huge sinking fund. Like traveling is such a huge, it's a huge one. Um, so I think that, you know, as far as sinking funds go, um, it's sort of like you choose, you know, not, not choose a number, but it's like you figure out the number of how much, you know, these items or this like expense is going to be. And you can sort of know that maybe it's currently like March and in September, you're going to have to pay this $300 like expense for your car. And so you can sort of save money and put that money towards what you're going to have to be paying, um, you know, months down the line. And it's not going to be a surprise. Basically, sinking funds are for those things that you know are coming up that are going to be a little expensive that you can put away money towards um, for a specific use. And I really like sinking funds just because, like, I'm a very organized person. So this is, like, making everything super organized for me and, like, super, like, you know, um, almost like in little different, like, envelopes kind of. Um, but yeah, I really like sinking funds for that reason. And then I mentioned earlier a rainy day fund, which I don't really use. Rainy day funds can sort of be for anything, I guess. Um, and, you know, I guess it could be for if there's an emergency that happens, but I guess that would kind of fall under an emergency fund. Um, but yeah, rainy day funds are also something I know people use. Um, they just sort of have a stash of money for whatever it is that they're saving up for in case something happens. Um, so yeah, guys, I think that just overall, if anything you take away from this episode is that saving money and putting money away is so, so important. And I know it must and can sound really daunting, especially if you're, you're in a financially not so stable place. Um, and I get it. 
I, I really get it. And I hope that once you are in a place where you can financially put money to the side where it won't affect your day-to-day um, sort of life and it won't have a negative impact on that, that you do start doing that. Because the sooner you start putting money to the side, um, the sooner you can sort of have this financial buffer. And having a financial buffer is one of the most, in my opinion and experience, one of the most like peace-giving, like peace of mind things that I could ever have. Because I know that, you know, if something were to happen, then I am good for a set amount of time. And in that set amount of time, I can figure out something else. So I really hope that you guys, um, you know, if you haven't started saving, this inspires you to start saving. If you've started saving but haven't been doing a lot with those savings, hopefully this encourages you to get back on that. Um, but yeah, guys, this was definitely more just me talking about the different kinds of savings that you can have. But as an artist, I feel like we often overlook that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like not a lot of people in like the circles, as far as like the art circles that I sort of am familiar with, I feel like we don't talk about this as much as we should. And I really wanted to just like talk about it. Like, yes, this is artist money mindset. Um, and you know, this is really just me talking about different kinds of savings that can be applicable to anyone, not just artists. But I really do feel like as artists, we need to start taking control of our financial future. And one way to do that is to start saving money and to have that financial buffer that will keep us, you know, in a good spot if something were to happen. And again, this is in the Empowering Artist Podcast. And I think one way that we artists can be super empowered is by being in a really solid financial situation. And I really hope that this helps either inspire you to start or encourages you to keep going. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. It means a lot to me. Um, I would love it if you would comment, um, subscribe, or rate the podcast. Um, and if you do that, take a screenshot and um, send it, uh, send a DM to me on Instagram. I would love to see it. My Instagram is at artistically bold life. And before I go today, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, empowering artists and business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skills, come join the group. We would love to have you. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you in the next episode.